club change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it I'ma shake the globe change it Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents I'ma shake the globe till they feel it What's up everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast We intend to guide you to a better future The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. I'm sitting here with Tay from Music Over Madness Podcast. Um, his co-partner, Dale, couldn't be here today, but we're going to interview Tay and, and kind of uh, hear you know, his upcoming and, and upbringing and why he started the podcast, Music Over Madness. Make sure you guys check that out, okay? Um, so how you doing today, my brother? I'm doing well. How about you? Good, good. You sound a little bit sick. You sick or not? Um, not as actually how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, that's <laughs> All right, cool. You got to throw some auto-tune on there, man. Or you sound like you already got some on there. <laughs> you do music? I do. I do. Uh, you can check me. I actually just dropped a project Monday, if you're interested in that kind of thing. It's called The Line and the Goat 2. It's the under Line uh, and the Goat 2? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The Line and the Goat 2. What's uh, it? With, um, you go ahead. Sorry. No, nah, go ahead. What, what, what's it under? What's your like, rap name? So I can look it up. Uh, Travis the Leo. So Travis the Leo, and uh, my rap name is actually Wordplay One Eight Seven. But since it dropped under the producer Travis the Leo, I'm just uh, oh. I'm a rapper, yeah. But it's yeah. all all me rapping. It's just you know his beats and stuff. For sure, for sure. I'll listen to that yeah. next. Oh, three songs. I see Soul Plane. I'm on the Moon and Spell. Oh, no, the next one. That's the first one. You should drop. You should oh. listen to the next one. The first one is kind of rough. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I'm yeah. looking for it. Oh, I see it, I see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, intro, slumped, common sense, pain, two decisions. Yeah. Uh, explain your style for the audience. Uh, Punchlines. So you watch a lot of battle rap then too, huh? Right. That's, yeah. As soon as you hear it, that's what you're going to hear. All right, who's your, fa- who's your favorite uh, battle rappers? Um, it would have to be Conceited, uh, Arsenal, and uh, loaded looks. Okay, yeah, loaded, loaded, dangerous, arsenal, dangerous too. That that battle. Oh man, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. How do you, as a as a true uh, battle rap fan, there's a lot of mixed opinions on Hitman. How you feel about Holler? Hitman, uh, he's dope, but I feel like when he brings his brother on stage, he uses his brother. His brother just does a little bit too much. Too he's much, yeah. Too much, yeah. And that takes away from the performance. You know, you know, but the, okay, I agree. But then to some point, I don't because I feel like that is his performance. Like, like yeah. Hitman is an entertainer. He is great for TV, which is why he's been on Wild and Out, right? And 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 just his obviously he got bars, right? But he's probably not the most lyrical guy there. You know, Loaded Lux and Arsenal, they they really are. Their craft is very you know lyrical. But Hitman is a show, and so when you go to watch him versus someone else, you go there for the show. You go there because you know his dumbass little brother is too hyphy, right? Like you want to see some shit. So yeah, yes and no, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a fan of Hitman, so 
I agree. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying, man. You right there. He is yeah. a show. Yeah. You got to think about it. It's like you go to like like when you were going to watch. I mean, you're you're you know like when your parents were going to watch. Uh, the Pistons, Detroit Pistons, the Indiana Pacers play. They weren't going to watch like a good ass game of basketball. They were trying to see like you know <laughs> like, who what's gonna pop off here. Like, um, so but yeah yeah nah that's cool that's cool man. Uh, how long you been doing music? Uh, believe it or not, I've been I've been making music. Well, at least I wrote my first rap when I was like four. But yeah. I've been recording myself for about three years, four years. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I wrote my first song too uh, when I was five, and okay. it was to my first song I wrote was to uh, the basketball song by Bas uh, by Bow Bow Wow. I'm playing basketball. I wrote my first remix to there, and then I wrote another remix to the Nelly Air Force Ones. Stopping in my Air Force Ones. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, shit. Of course I do, man. I'm down. <laughs> Oh, yeah yeah man so, so that was that was that was back in the day and then, and then it was over from there I just started writing I got into a lot of poetry dude like I'm very you heard my music but it's like very like storytelling like very uh personal you know um not not as much punchlines there, there's punchlines but they're more like personal punchlines and so I got into poetry at a young age um and kind of just like the the storytelling aspect of, of music you know Oh yeah, I do a lot of poetry as well, but I guess, I guess it's more punch heavy, like similes and metaphors. Yeah, 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 that's cool. That's cool. I mean, there's shit, so many different types of, of shit going on. How you feel about uh, mumble rap? Um, <laughs> I actually don't mind it. I really don't mind it. Uh, you don't really need to say a lot of different things. It's kind of like listening to a song that's in a different language, you know, mm -hmm. and you might just like the vibe and the melody to it. So I'm cool with that, you know. I don't wow, know I never, no one's ever heard, no one's ever taken on that perspective, a different, like, I never heard someone say it's, like, similar to that, and it totally is. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can like hear, you can hear a beat from a whole different language and, like, actually nod and, like, be like, oh, this kind of hit, like, you know what I mean? Exactly, don't know, they don't know a damn thing they say. Like, they, they be talking about you right in your face, you don't even know. <laughs> but it's not yeah. your head. <laughs> true true um okay that's cool that's cool yeah no nah, i i don't know mumble rap for me is not not the thing but there are some songs that i do like the mumble on you know like it's like if you could do it right you could do it i ain't gonna hate on it you know what i mean like oh yeah most certainly if it sound good it sound good but if it sound bad i'm gonna roast your ass right <laughs> <laughs> like you deserve it <laughs> but the same uh, thing with lyrical rap too though like sometimes yeah. some people they do a little bit too much too much too much mumbo like oh, trying boy, to rhyme yeah. words and shit like like sometimes eminem do too much right That's like <laughs> nigga i don't want to hear about like a fucking mother stamp stab stabbing her baby like you know what i mean like nigga. About no vanilla gorilla <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> facts facts uh, but he, he is a goat but yeah sometimes it's too much but um nice cool, cool. what are some of your uh top rappers um believe it or not my tie rap my type my top rappers would be like royce the five nine lupe fiasco king los those would be my three Oh, so you like you like real rap? Okay, oh, I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you mentioned those. Yeah, King Los, man, his freestyles are incredible. Um, Royce the Five. Not, how you feel about like all the beef that's going on right now? 
So between Lupe and um, Royce, uh, Lupe's <laughs> whipping Lopes as I mean Royce out as right now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah yeah. He <laughs> it felt like it was like very personal. Like they for sure been going through a bunch of shit over the years, and, yeah. and Lupe was like, I just gotta let it all out. And then Royce was just like super relaxed with it. Yeah, I don't think Royce really was on. I think Royce went first. I don't think he was really expecting Lupe to like smack him like that. Yeah, That's what happens when you underestimate your opponent. But Lupe been the lyricist, and you shouldn't underestimate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah man. Uh, Lupe needs to drop some some more music. He he been very silent for a while, but um, it'll it, probably come after this all this promo and shit. But oh yeah. For sure. Let's go ahead and talk about your podcast, man. How, how, how did you start the podcast? Um, the podcast, I've been wanting to start a podcast for years now, or at least just something to, like, you know, vent out to. And um, Dale, he'd been chilling. He was, like, just out of nowhere. It was June in that same week. It was, like, June the 13th, mm-hmm. June 11th, something like that. In that same week, I think it was a Wednesday, we ended up dropping. A, we recorded an episode, I think, that Friday. That's Friday or Saturday. He was, like, well, let's do a uh, podcast he created the design and uh me and him we came up with the name together and i created the accounts and we just went together it was a team effort and uh you would think we knew each other from childhood <laughs> <laughs> but yeah our chemistry is great even though we're not science majors <laughs> nice nice punchline i get i see you <laughs> nah that's dope uh that's dope man um yeah i've i mean shit doing this podcast um i started with my homie i actually knew um but even then like all the people we bring up on here is from the internet example number you know 100 right here like and i've met so many cool people like all throughout the the world and that like i have contacts now everywhere you know what i mean uh if i if i need this or i want to learn about this or something i have a lot of people i can reach out to um and same here a lot of people can reach out to me so the internet is cool and in, in, in the way that works. Oh yeah, the internet is a great place. Definitely. So, what uh, made y'all pick music though to talk about? Um. Well, we're on. We're like that's basically what we be on Twitter for. Uh, music <laughs> like music updates, really. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah. Me being an artist, Dell's a producer, and he does like um, artwork as well okay. for artists. So yeah, so it just seemed like just work together. So yeah. I mean, like, do you guys uh you guys ever discuss uh shit shit be happening with Joe Budden? We, I know that's we, more like podcasty, but it's still hip hop. Yeah, we don't because Joe Budden is such a he's such a weird guy. <laughs> such yeah. a weird guy. I remember his ex was talking about how he, he took showers with the dog and shit like that. I try I try to keep that shit away from my pocket. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. i li- I listen to joe budden all the time but it's not it's not necessarily because i like him it's just because that shit is just it's comedy bro it's like it's like white girls watch i guess the real housewives of atlanta right or loving hip-hop right i just watch that i just listen to that shit for entertainment so i feel that I feel, he a dope rapper though he, he really dope rapper <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> everything outside of that though <laughs> <laughs> but i th- i think that like all goes into his personality because he's been like this since he was a dope rapper right oh yeah. like oh, he's yeah. just been out there like remember when uh royce had to check his ass i was watched that video yesterday 
where he had to apologize on camera to uh to Wu Tang. Like that shit was hilarious. That was in 2009. Like, but he been crazy. Um, yeah. Him yeah. chasing kids <laughs> down the block. <laughs> yeah, man. Nobody, he been wild guy, man. Yep, yep. Cool. So what's up? Uh, what's been your favorite episode on your podcast? All episodes are our favorites. So whatever that last one we did is our favorite. It's my <laughs> favorite, please. All right. Why though? Go on a little go in a little bit more detail. Um, because anytime I'm able to stay in front of the mic, even outside of music, and just talk about whatever I do, and people tune in with this one person, a hundred people, they tune in and they listen to my day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't get no easier than that, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. That's cool, man. Um, has has the podcast like have, has it been growing over the year? I think, or you said? Oh no, nah, it, it was June this year. Oh, oh shit! Oh, bro, you fresh? Have people been supporting and, and and numbers keep growing and stuff for you? Surprisingly, yes. So when I seen your post on, I think it was Reddit. I had yep. to immediately jump on it i looked into your podcast and then i jumped on i was like let me let me jump on that i said it doesn't hurt to shoot my shot right now you know he, he might not want to but i said let me just shoot my shot and see what happens i mean because that's how you you grow collabing mm-hmm. yeah most definitely most definitely um yeah man i i like what well, i've been doing this i started in in may of 2020 so a little bit over a year we started it literally like the first day the world was announced as a pandemic, right? Like um, literally the, the first day. And so it's been it's been cool to see the growth. And like you said, uh, networking is like the number one reason uh, we've been growing. Um, and so I think it's best to reach out to as many people as you can. Um, and then even through that, you learn a lot of shit. Like, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe even while you being up here, you can learn shit right like i mean obviously you're very comfortable on the mic but maybe you can learn like their questions to ask like i've learned so much like how to be a on person a on camera person you know what i mean and i've always loved the camera like i'm super comfortable and and, and stuff like that obviously being a musician you kind of have to be in some, some sense but i don't know there's a bunch of shit you can learn by just talking with somebody <laughs> Oh, yeah, most definitely. And that's why I like uh, I, I like uh, doing interviews a lot, too. Me and Dale, we bounce well off of each other as well. Mm-hmm. But doing interviews, you know, adding a third person to that dynamic is really dope. Yeah. And you can see, like, how another person thinks it can be completely opposite of how you think. And you can go see something that you've never seen before or yeah. heard before. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, true, true, true. Cool, cool. What, um, cool. So, like, Let's talk about let's talk about a little bit of uh, a building wealth through business. Um, obviously, your podcast just started, so you guys ain't, haven't started capitalizing on on money or anything just yet. Uh, but that will definitely come. Uh, what are some ways you're kind of building wealth? Like, what do you do? What do you have a nine to five? What's going on? In- um, so I work part time at UPS, but I also do real estate as well. Okay. And then, yeah. On top of that, you know, I invest in stocks, and I've been doing that since I was like eighteen. And uh, now I'm 23, so I'm always kind of learning new things and trying new things out, you know, so. You know, it's good. I'm very glad to hear you uh, at such a young age 
in, uh, investing in stocks and, and, and learning, right? Because a lot of people at 18, bro, I wish I knew this shit at 18. So that's going to be, uh, we'll talk about it later, but like what, you know, like if I would have knew this shit at 18 that I know now, oh my God, it'd be a wrap. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it would be a wrap. So like, it's, it's just good to hear that, especially, you know, uh, in, in our community, the black community, right? Like a lot of people, they don't teach us that we're not taught. Our parents aren't taught that stuff. So that's very true, man. Uh, sadly, I learned majority of my investing from outside of the black community, which is crazy. Yeah, um, I learned it all from the white people. I'll just be honest. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to say that. Yeah, that's what nah, I learned it from. Transparency, bro. Transparency. That's uh, why I learned it from the white people. They taught me. It. I ain't gonna say they taught me anything, but they did. They taught me a big chunk of like financial literacy. Because when I was growing up, it was always even with teachers, like black teachers, they get money, they spend it as soon as they get it, you know. And I was like, like they got to be something better than this. Yeah, they, they taught. I say, I say what I learned most is how to be paper smart. And I'm not going to say book smart because sometimes books are very stupid, right? Textbooks, uh, sure. but, but paper smart. And, and what I mean by that is like taxes, um, the shit you got to fill out every year, right? To survive or like, you know, credit card, reading the credit card dis disclosure, paper smart, right? Um, and what I learned from like the black community is just how to be street smart, right? Or how to be uh, one, one step ahead and, and not like, just how to like get by, right? Fair. Instead of how to get over in a, in a good way, not like scamming and shit like that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all uh, topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how I learned too. Uh, I learned in the black community of like how to talk, how to smooth talk my way into things. And that's yeah. what I do. I smooth talk my way into things and I set the foundation like that. And then I get the money the way the white people get the money. You know yeah. what I mean? Set the foundation, you know, they, they, they get real comfortable with me. You know, I set the foundation like that, you know, using my uh, my slang. And, yeah, no, know. exactly. Exactly. Yep. The way to talk. That's that's exactly. I missed that. That's a that's a very important uh, part. Cool, cool. So you said you are working at UPS part time and you said real estate. Let's dive into the real estate. What exactly are you doing in real estate? Uh, basically just buying like properties and, you know, selling them. Not, nothing too, too crazy. Nothing too, too crazy. I want to do in the next five years. I do want to like have a real like empire type thing. So uh, how many how many properties have you flipped so far? Two pretty full. Maybe like six. Damn, bro, that's a lot at, at your age. Like, how are you? First of all, let's start from the beginning. How did you get introduced to it? And let's talk about how you saved up for that first one. So I got introduced to it um, really when in my my senior year of high school. My aunt, uh, she was in real estate. And I didn't really, I knew that she had money. I just never understood how. <laughs> I never asked. Because, you know, as a kid, you just don't ask. And you taught, mm -hmm. don't ask somebody about their money stuff like that and just one day she sat me down she's like you good at math let me show you something real quick and i don't know what possessed her to want to fix up a house in the fucking summertime <laughs> but, but she she ended up getting grabbing me and that's what i was doing in 90 degree weather fixing up a house and i was like damn what, what is the point of this shit uh -huh. and she got that profit back i was like okay maybe maybe it ain't too too bad <laughs> maybe it ain't too bad and um, to answer your question on how I saved up for it, um, just investing. And I uh, just got lucky. And luckily, um, my family, they're not rich by any means, but I never had to, like, go out and get it. I never had to struggle like that. Mm -hmm. So I was 
able to like take my money and it was my money and I put it to the side, you know. Oh, and I was able to do that. I'm glad you're honest about that because everybody want to glamorize the struggle or want to say they struggled when I don't get that. Like it's it's cool not to struggle, bro. Like like thank you for being honest and thank you for saying your parents actually you know took care of you in in the right way. Like that's dope. You know what I mean? Like that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, man. I ain't never really understood that. Like I, like people rap about guns and they never held no gun. I rap about things that I've I've seen and I've done. And yes, they're they're terrible things. But I mean, I rap about what's my life, or yeah, I speak cool. about what's my life. You'll never hear me talking about how. Uh, I ain't never had a struggle or nothing like that. Or like, well, you'll never hear me talk about like I like you'll never hear me rapping on the mic about how, man, I went this, I went to bed and won't nothing in the fridge. There's stuff always in my fridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was always eating. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Um, well, that's good, bro. I mean, shit. Yeah. So when did what how old were you when you started real estate? Uh 21. So just two years. <laughs> Bro, that's a blessing, man. Man, congrats. I got it. You need some, you need Thank some you. praise, Thank man. That, that's, that's, that's amazing. Did you read any books to podcast to get you started? Like, like bigger pockets, you, you know, like anything? I learned it all from my, um, my aunt, you know, she, and she taught me a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. So why flipping instead of a uh, buy and hold or any other strategy? Um, flipping is easier for me because I live in North Carolina. The properties are cheaper. So flipping it, it wasn't that big of an issue. And uh, just a little heads up, you know, they're about to build a, um, what's it call it? Uh, Apple Center, Apple headquarters in Raleigh. So the real estate market about to really boom. It's been hot. Like last year was super hot. hot. I, I tried looking at it, but it's, it's too hot, bro. <laughs> Not to get real high though. It's yeah. like hyper high right now. So even if you can get a small little property, I, I, I suggest you do it, you know, if you can. Where are they building it? Uh, in Raleigh, either in Raleigh or Durham. But like, as I said, like people all over the place, like Raleigh, I mean, like Fayetteville and stuff like that, because it's only an hour commute. You know, people drive further than that to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I do. I do. Even if you can get a property in Fayetteville or Hope Mills, I do advise you to. Yeah. How much uh, how much are properties out there right now? And has the market slowed down a little bit? Um, it's really it jumped up uh, during the pandemic. <laughs> it went down because I guess like people weren't really, you know, they were getting fired from their jobs regularly. So they couldn't really, you know, work like they wanted to. Yeah. No. Nah, that, yeah. That makes sense. So Damn, bro. That's, yeah, that's when a lot of people started flipping and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so uh, let's let's go into details on your first property. So let's let's talk numbers if you're open. Um, uh, so my first property, I was, uh, I was like, I had a rough, I had a rough start. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, really, that's, uh, that's what I want to hear. That's why I asked you. <laughs> Let's do it. I, I believe I actually lost money. Okay. If we being a honey and, um, it wasn't that much. It was like land. It's like maybe like $15,000. Okay. And, um, I ended up, I think I sold it for like seven eight thousand because I, I i gave up halfway through the project because it was what so why what was it wasn't lucrative enough for me and it was too much work and that's what happened i as my eyes were bigger than my plate i seen something and i was like let me jump on it right now and it was a waste of money you know for me and that was my first major fuck up but i was glad that i fucked up when i was 21 
instead of like later down the line, you know, when I got kids and family or, or, you know, and then if I fuck up, see now if I fuck up, it's just me. Mm -hmm. Later down the line, it would have been my family, now my kids, you know, they gonna eat, but you know, they might not be able to eat as much as they want to, you know what I mean? Like just take one plate instead of two. Yeah. So, So, yeah. 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 Okay, so wait, so you bought land, um, and this was in uh, North Carolina. Yes, it was. Uh, do you mind disclosing the city? Um, it was in Fayetteville. Oh, oh, okay, oh. right next to J. Cole. I see you. Um, that's cool. <laughs> um, so you bought the land for fifteen. Why did you have to sell it for seven or eight? <clears throat> How come you couldn't sell it for like twelve, at least, or something like that? I, I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, you fucked up the land, like trying to build on it, right? Yeah, so at this point, I just took the first offer I could because I was like, I might not get any higher, which is bad, by the way. Don't ever do what I did. Yeah, don't ever yeah. go for the first offer, but I did it anyway because I was like, there's no way. And for a long time, I actually didn't want to flip anymore because that was such a loss to me. Bro, that happened. That happens to so many people, and that's literally why, like, why they stop in real estate is because their first deal goes wrong and they're like, I'm never doing this again. Whoever told me this is is crazy. But once you get over that hump and like, you have to go through it to learn that you couldn't have read that in a book and be like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, like I'm going to learn and do it because then, then you avoid that. Right. But then something else pops up. Something else could have popped up later down the line once it's already bought. What if it didn't appraise for for the the correct value that you had planned? Right. Like, so There's so many things that could go wrong, but then there's also so many exit strategies and also so many uh, ways that it can go right. And so um, I think for for anybody looking to get into real estate, it's all about their risk tolerance. So um, how'd you bounce back and get into it? What made you say, fuck it, I'm tripping. Let me go back. Let me get back into it. It's crazy. It's actually the pandemic. I was like, damn, uh, I was like, all these these properties that are going down said this is the time to jump on that shit and yep. market started opening back up i ended up flipping a little bit better you know learning new things but i the flips that i do now i i'm a partner now I'm, i have a partner with it and um that way it's not all on me so if i fuck up you know it's part you know so we go half and half you know like that instead of like you know by myself and my partner is my aunt now so Yep, that's cool. That's cool. Keeping yeah. it in the family too, building wealth within the family. Oh, Generational yeah. wealth. I love to hear. Um, that's cool, man. That's that's really cool. So say you got about six. Um, do you plant? What are you doing with the, these this money that you're getting? Like, where are you parking it? What I, what I want to do, um, I don't like to get too much in detail, but what I, I want to do is I want to build a vicinity, a free vicinity, or like an apartment complex for like single mothers and their children to stay at for like you know like a year but they only have to pay like three months j cole right you listen to, you listen to j cole huh i i i fuck with his i fuck with his vision he a dope person okay okay me, yeah me too that's my favorite rapper but um besides like favorite rapper this is my favorite like person but <laughs> no baby no he's dope <laughs> but yeah i always wanted to help people because even though i didn't struggle I wasn't, I wasn't, I was around people who did struggle. So I'm not blind to it. A lot of people who didn't struggle, they're blind to that. And that's why they glorify it so much because they think it's some kind of hurdle or some shit. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Some people die in that same struggle, you know? And I, yeah. I just I try to prevent that as much as I can. 
No, nah, yeah, I really, I really fucks with that goal, man. Uh, I, you know, my mother was a single mother raising two kids and I can see the struggle and, and just like right now she's even trying to move right now and it's fucking impossible for her damn near. Um, she's like having to almost downgrade, like, bro, we live in the Bay area. So super expensive, right? Most expensive oh, place. Uh, we live in Berkeley, which is most expensive place, uh, right beside San Francisco, um, and she's trying to move to Oakland and it's just like, even Oakland is like, God damn, bro. So gentrified now, but, um, and so the process is super hard. And so I've even thought, I think I had this idea, like maybe two years ago of having the same vision of, of starting, like, like buying these houses and, and, and having them like not short-term, but kind of short-term for single mothers to, to get them on their feet. Right. And, and provide, you know, free, free housing for them for a year. I think J Cole did like nine months or a year uh-huh. um, and just get them on their feet while they can, you know, make, make those moves. I've, I've thought of the same thing. So that's, that's super dope to hear that other people are thinking about that as well. Oh yeah. Cause that's, that's what it's about. It's about helping the community and helping people. Cause at the end of the day, these children are our future and you want our future to be bright. Yeah. In order for it to be bright, you got to give these children the tools that they need, you know? Yeah. Like, could you imagine, like, and just, like, I don't know. Could you imagine, like, how good it would feel to just see someone, like, say, like, a, a single mother has a kid at a young age, right? 20 years old, 21 years old, whatever. And, and, and you provide this housing for her and see that, like, two to three, five years later to see who she became, like, you know what I mean? And and that kid who that kid becomes and maybe later that kid ends up buying the house from you. And now you're introducing real estate to the them and like just building wealth right within the community and giving back at the same time. Great feeling. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. You know, you can't you can't you can't beat that. It's a, it's a feeling that um I don't think anybody can beat. you know. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely um cool let's talk about the stocks uh that you're into how you said you've been investing since 18 how the hell did you get into that and what stocks are you investing in right now um it's really it's it's, it's funny the um, stocks that i'm in they're kind of funny uh let me see let me pull up my stock portfolio real quick what uh who do you use who's the brokerage um i actually use Robinhood now yeah yeah you, you still use them yeah, I still use them. Yeah, they're so easy. You can't. Yeah, like it's it's impossible not to. <laughs> yeah. Two years ago, I had bought like a Sony stock, right when the PS5 was being rumored around, and it was like thirty dollars, and it then jumped up to like a hundred dollars. And of course, I mean, it's a huge jump. I bought a few shares of it, and it was like, damn, that's probably like one of my favorite stocks that I had jumped into. What's the stock? But um, <clears throat> Sony. Oh, Sony. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Another stock that I copped into a while ago was Tesla. I got Tesla five years ago. And cool. it, it, grew, it grew like no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but then it also dropped like crazy and it was kind of scary. Were you scared? <clears throat> no, because Elon Musk, like everybody wanted a Tesla. So I was like, you know, I, I, I know like that's the game. It come with the game. I'm pretty sure Apple and Amazon dropped heavy at one point so you know yeah yeah no that's true and like i think if they get like another ceo like a good ceo that company could go crazy um i think he's just a little bit too childish um as a ceo but (laughs) but i kind of like it at the same time but i don't think you should be ceo and be childish i think maybe you should 
be somewhere else on the board or something but um I understand, I understand. yeah yeah but no i i shit i thought i man i didn't get in at a great time like I, I I when when that shit dropped uh, like heavily, I was down big time. But I only really just bought one stock just to test it. Um, I got a homie uh, who who's like heavily invested in it, but I don't know. Uh, I definitely should have got it when they did the split, right? I um I was glad that I was already in it. I uh, remember this older guy telling me about it. He was like, "Hey, you know, Tesla about to split up." I was like. I'm like, yeah, I think I heard something about that. Mm-hmm. But I was glad I got into it because I, I remember like even four or five years ago, Elon Musk was talking about, you know, going to the moon or going to space. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I see that happening. Yeah. So how how uh, how diversified is your profile? Are you only in like tech stocks or? <clears throat> um, no, nah, I actually invested in, what is it, Dogecoin? <laughs> yeah, Doge, Doge, whatever. I just wanted to check it out. It's actually doing pretty well right now. What's it at right now? I think it's like 30 cent now. Oh, okay. But when yeah, I got okay. it, like, it was like five. It was like it was like half a penny or something. Damn. Yeah, I got it at like maybe 20 something cents. <laughs> so, but I, I didn't put that much in it. I just did it as like to, to like just literally look at it really. <laughs> just That's what to- I mean just to watch it yeah i just want to see everybody flipping out and i think the other day it almost it hit like 75 so I, it's definitely gonna go above a dollar so i'm gonna make money but and and i'm a long-term investor i don't do any no options no futures whatever uh, that that's not me not short term um i strictly like once i throw it in there i'm trying to keep it in there for like seven to ten years at the at the minimum Oh, yeah, I used to try to do like high risk stocking and I just wasn't good at it, and which means that's why I don't gamble. Cause I'm just not good at it. <laughs> Bro, you got you really got to like have patience, which I don't have. And you have to like you have to like just be always paying attention. And I do so many other businesses. I don't have time to be looking at my stock all day. Right. Like. That was my huge issue. Like I'm doing so many things and sometimes I might skip a day or two without hopping on the stock market. And and then I hear something like one of my stocks crash and I'm like, fuck. So that's not for me. And obviously they have like the, the, where you can, you know, automatically sell when it hits the price, but it's just not for me. Uh, I just want to throw my money in there. I go do all my other businesses and make money. And then I come back and look at my account and like, Oh shit, that shit look good. (laughs) (laughs) you know that, that's dream. yeah yeah that's me um but that's cool all right let, let, let's talk about some more stock stuff uh shit i got a whole list i got a whole whiteboard over here let's see if you uh uh if you fucked with any of these stocks you fuck with any um uh goddamn index funds or anything uh nah man it's really, no, just really nah it's really just tech based really to be honest yeah yeah you fuck with um any marijuana industries? I was just about to pull up one. I, actually, <laughs> I ain't gonna Which lie. I, I, I got a couple. Which yeah, one? I got YOLO right now. YOLO. I was just about to say that. Damn. Yeah, okay. That one jumped up real high for me. Yeah. I got that bitch. I got that bitch back when it was like six dollars. Oh. Yeah, it's at almost was almost eighteen dollars an hour. Damn. Okay. So okay. Yeah. That's There's dope, another man. one I think I got into. Let me you see. You got you got any uh 
Boy, Yolo. Oh, I got Yolo twice on there. What is a Tilroy? Tilroy? No, I didn't get that one. You didn't get that one. Ever been in Cleveland Cliffs? Cleveland, say it again. Cleveland Cliffs, like Cliff, like Cliff. What's that? Uh, I don't know what it is. I got it. It was a free one that I ended up getting. I ain't gonna lie, but it jumped up. So I'm gonna look it up. Cliffs Mining Company. Yeah, exactly what it is. That was funny. That is based in Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Okay, cool, cool. What about, are you into any big, big ones? Uh, outside of Tesla and Amazon, no. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah. I, not not much either. Uh, I do like, uh, do, you, uh, do, you, do you do any like dividend stocks? No, I don't. You know what one stock I hate that I didn't get into? Um, was Uber right when the pandemic started? Yeah, because you yeah. knew it was, bro. Their prices, man. I fucking hate Uber now. Fuck Uber. They're it's like Uber racist as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uber racist and they, they prices is ridiculous. It's like robbery. So is Lyft. It's literally robbery now. I remember when that shit used to be like, uh, like four dollars. You could get on a ride for four dollars after the club hey. and go go back home. And now that shit is $80 to $100. Yeah, at this point, I just trust myself to walk home. I ain't going to drive home. Drive <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm going to walk my ass two hours. I don't care. Like, just think about it. It's $40 an hour. <laughs> I'm saving myself. <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck that shit. But yeah, nah, uh, it, it just don't even make me want to go out and drink anymore. It's just like, I'm going to just get drunk at home. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, and then Uber Eats and uh, DoorDash and Postmates. Should've the delivery that. prices are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, and that would have been great to invest in. Like, literally, right when you saw the pandemic coming, like that would have been. Yeah. See, I, just, I, would... I, didn't, I didn't think it was gonna last this long. Nah, yeah, and it's still going, bro. They, we might be in another another shutdown right now, but. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, the Hella Misguided segment where I ask the same question to each entrepreneur um, that comes up on the show. And that is, um, if you were to write a letter to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself in a summary? Don't give up so easily. Okay. That's okay. basically one thing I would tell them. Just don't give up so easily. And even if you make a mistake, it doesn't mean that um, you're going to keep making those mistakes. Yeah. Just don't make the same mistake twice. Yep. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, shit. Sorry. So, someone just sent an Uber to my house. <laughs> Random. Uh, hold on. Um, okay, cool. So that was super random. Wow. That was random. Um, don't give up on yourself. All right, what are some what are some other bullet points that you would write in that letter? Um, like, cause you would just if your eighteen year old self is just looking at that, you'd be like, all right, don't, what the fuck, don't trash? Cause your eighteen year old self is hella stubborn. You know what I mean? So you'd be like, yeah, all you're right. right. Yeah, I'm stubborn now. At twenty three, I ain't gonna tell. Facts. Yeah. So what I would say is, uh, damn, it's funny that you brought up stubborn. I probably wouldn't even read letter eighteen. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So you got it. Got to be something that would stick, right? That when you open it, yeah. So if I wrote it, I'd be like, um, damn, that's a good question because I don't know what what anybody could tell me that's gonna make me listen. Not even myself. 
That's crazy. Uh, I tell myself there's uh, always there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, which is so corny to say, but it's good to hear. There's always yeah. a light at the end of the tunnel, and if you keep digging, don't dig. If you keep digging, yeah, you're gonna get dirty, but at the end of that dirt, you might find some gold. And that's how I talk to myself anyway. Yeah. So. No, that's good. I like that. Yeah. That's kind of like a bar. Oh that's yeah. A bar. <laughs> for sure. Um, for sure. For sure. Cool. So, uh, there any any other things you do like um, besides real estate? UPS and um, invest in the stocks. Any like other shit you tried? Um, there was this one time before the pandemic. It wasn't a money thing. It wasn't a money grab. Um, cause I I, uh, I can juggle, so I used to like go around and do like performances for like children. Cause I'm all about children, not the way R. Kelly is, but I'm all about children yeah. and uh, seeing their futures and stuff like that. And, it, and that used to brighten up their days. Can so you, 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 you juggle? How many can you juggle at a time? Uh, I can do seven balls, six rings, I think five bowling pins. How the hell did you learn that? It's such, such a random day. <laughs> you like, bored? <laughs> bored is really what happened. I think I was like, <laughs> I want to say 10 years old when I started. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's cool, man. Shit, at least you like going around, you know, making kids smile and shit. And like, that's dope, oh, yeah. bro. That's really yeah. dope. It's rare you find that, you know what I mean? That, that really, especially in the black community. Yeah. Um, it's, but juggling taught me uh, about white privilege because uh, I noticed like black kids, they'll, they're standoffish and they respect their personal space. White kids, you drop a ball, or even if you're like juggling in general, they'll walk right up and pick up your juggling prop like that shit. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's because uh, the 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 black mothers and fathers beat the shit into the kids that that don't talk to strangers or you know really don't don't trust anybody and shit like that. And the, the white, white kids, kids right yeah, they they fucking offer you ice cream and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dropped the bar. You, you want me to go buy you a new one? Like, <laughs> uh, but nah, yeah, that, that's crazy, bro. That's cool. Um. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? Man, I hope I see myself somewhere retired, man. Real talk. <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to work long. Yeah. I'm not trying to work long. I just want to make it uh, to like, because I got younger brothers. I'm going to have a lucrative business where they can like take over. Even if they liquidate the business, they don't want to work. But I just want them to like see where the money come from, how money is made and invest in whatever they want to invest in they might not want to they might not want to do real estate maybe they, they have some other cool idea but i want them to have the funds available to start that idea yeah and that's what i see myself in five years do you have a business plan like of, of a type of business you want to start yeah but it's on wraps because i ain't heard it yet okay okay it's sure. on wraps yeah <laughs> for sure for sure well that's cool i mean it's always good to have a plan at least you know what at least you know, you know, um, where you want to head. So you just really got to take the, the many steps to like even put the pieces in, in in the puzzle, you know, whether it's like connecting, networking is your first step, um, saving up your second, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, just to oh, yeah. get you to that point. Facts, facts, facts. cool, cool. Um, all right, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, the last question for you is a segment I like to call Guided Conclusions, where I ask you a question 
um, that we haven't talked about previously um, to recording. It could be funny, serious, or heartbreaking. All right, you ready? Okay. You got you to be honest, man. You gotta be All, honest. Right. <laughs> All right. Who had the better song, Tory Lanez or Cassidy? Tory Lanez had the better song. Cassidy sounded like he was still stuck in 2004. He was. I think I swear that that was recorded in like 2007. Like, yeah. bro, it did, like I don't even. I, did he mix it himself? Like, I, I think he even. produced the, the the beat too. And people got to start to be honest with rappers, man. You got to be, yo, this is not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. What about the bars? Were the bars there? The bars were there, but like it was delivery. Like, yeah, and it was like just straight out of 2004. I felt like I was in a time machine. And like hit the microphone sound like he was sitting on the microphone or some shit. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, what? <laughs> like he recorded on the sidekick. Uh, but uh, like Tory Lanez didn't even have like he he the production and everything. Like uh, for me, the Tory Lanez bars was like jabs, right? There was no like like, like knockouts right it, it was just like jab here mention your name here i'm gonna go back to megan the stallion real quick let me come back to cast but the production and the video and all that shit was kind of dope yeah, yeah so yeah yeah i mean i i, I want to see more on this though how, how you feel about Tory Lanez? um he's very talented but he's very ignorant as well so. yeah yeah. Like the quarantine radio, I think he was about to sign a deal for like $10 million. And he threw that away basically with that Meg the Stallion situation. So, hey, it did is you, what it did is. Did you cancel him for 2020? Well, he wasn't in my top 10 anyway. Like he wasn't okay. one of my most, like I just listened to him. Like I think I got back into him after like the joiner and him, like him and joiner had beef. And I got back into Tory Lanez. I, I forgot how dope he was because he was just making like a bunch of singing songs. So I just I forgot. I forgot how dope he was at rapping too. And it yeah. sucks because like with the whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. Now he's good at making music. He is hella ignorant. And he's good at promoing this shit. Like the, did you saw the album or whatever song he just released with NFTs and made a million dollars in like 97 seconds and it was crazy that's insane and then like that's not even the first thing the quarantine radio like him just being an innovator the uh uh him doing the live sessions on youtube of him actually going into the booth and making a song and asking his fans what they want him to sing about and like that type of shit that is dope like dude is is a dope ass artist he just needs to calm his shit down on the the women's side i guess (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, nah, I feel it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how you feel about Russ before we wrap up? Um, Russ is actually um, I don't listen to his music, but the way he um conducts himself is really dope. Uh, as he's a one man machine, mixing, producing, you know, recording, he does it all by himself, and you know he he makes a lot of money. He made um Forbes a few times, so yeah. you, know, you can't you can't you don't you can't. listen to him. Why you don't listen to him? He got dope like, music. I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm Royce ain't really. I mean, Russ ain't really my um cup of tea. Okay. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I fucks with Russ. Well, I I mean, you you obviously fuck with his like him. Um, but oh, yeah. his music dope too. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming up here, uh, my brother. Um. Any last words you want to say? Uh, what's your social media and stuff for everyone? So you can find the podcast social media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Music Over Mad Pod. 
And you can follow me personally on Twitter at wordplay underscore 187 if you're curious about that. You ain't got no uh, Instagram? I don't. What? What the? You're 23 years old? You don't have an Instagram? Well, I used to have one back in high school, but that shit got corny real quick. Yeah. What's your yeah. Uh, What's your Twitter? I'm about to follow right now. Uh, wordplay one eight, underscore 187. Underscore. I missed that. For sure. For sure. Found you. Okay, bro. Um, I'm going to check out your music. Um, I might play some of it at the end. Don't sue me, though, all right? Oh, no, that's fine. I'm going to delete that shit. No, <laughs> oh, you got the wrong one, man. You got the wrong wordplay. That's my burner account. What? Bro, you said... Oh, yeah. I love how, how you... It's not popping up, though. Oh, yep, I found it. That's my burner the black account. Smiley face. You be trolling people? Nah, I, I made it to do something, but I just never got around to doing it. Oh, okay, okay. For sure, man. All right, all right, Tay. I appreciate you coming up here. Thank you for having me, Juwan. Yes, sir. At this time next year, I'm having up to buy the whole damn thing. Thing, thing. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good right now, but I said just wait, wait. I'm going to take it to the top, top, top of the world. I'm going to take it to the top, top, top of the world. Funny, I turned all my I'm gonna be tied do it's been balling out for a minute still play like I'm getting recruited I showed and proved it and came up in the game and made a name clap it up seemed like yesterday man we was in your hoopty lapping up high sometimes you gotta look back on your life and laugh it up trying to make it to the top then throw my dogs a ladder up
I do it. Man, that's my line, little bitch. You ain't even say it right. Fuck you, bro. Say it how I want. <laughs> <laughs> champagne, 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 champagne.